Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our segment of the show, which is unlike anything you hear in radio today. It's our world-famous marriage talk segment. It airs only on Fridays. We only do it once a week, 8.30 Central Time, in which we kind of slam on the brakes of all the odds in the world, and we talk about what? The glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and then I throw in steaminess of marriage. Tomorrow's our 28th wedding anniversary for Princess and I. Uh, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. It's been a blessing. It's been amazing. And we just went up. Listen, we're blessed. We have a wonderful marriage. And uh, you got to work at it like anything else. It's like, it's like working out. It's being successful. you got to put a lot of time and effort into the marriage, but it is so worth it. It's such a blessing. What God brings together one man, one woman, and let nobody tear them apart unless they get an ass kicking should they interfere with that. It's a horrible thing to do. And, and, and life is good. We started this years ago. Now it's just blown into its own its, its own animal right now, our world-famous marriage talk segment. My wingman for all these years is Robert Kosick. He's an author. We met when he wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Uh, he is a, a church deacon. He's a marriage coach, all-around great guy, longtime friend. What is up, Mr. Kosick? Happy Friday and happy early anniversary. Thank you, sir. Looking yeah, forward to awesome. 20, 28 years. 28, 28 years. wedding anniversary. 10th day of November 1990 in Philadelphia, we got married. And, uh, I'm so happy to hear that. I've actually actually been um, aware of three different uh, marriages that were falling apart this week. Uh, none that I'm involved with, but uh, three, actually potentially a fourth one uh, with someone I have been working with, and the wife just decided she just doesn't even want to have anything to do with it, which is you know, something you could do at that point. He's done everything he could, but she just decided that she wanted to go a different route. But to uh, have four different marriages in a week go south is just um it's frustrating it's frustrating so to hear one doing fantastic that's uh makes my day i <laughs> uh, think it's just you know and uh, we'll get to the content the content by the way is always posted on our facebook page sam alone show you'll see it there it's your know, world famous marriage talk segment if they i always when i talk to couples yeah I, i'm just a goober so uh, you know i'm not i'm not officially you know in any capacity people just want to come talk about marriage i always say do you remember your newlywed days the first year yep. of marriage when you had your first apartment or home, you were a young couple, you didn't have kids, you didn't have a lot of the responsibilities you have that we have today with mortgages and car payments and credit card bills. The easy, I call them the easy days. You remember how you couldn't keep your hands off each other? And they always smile. I remember mm-hmm. how, like, I still, I, husbands used to walk by and grab your wife's tuchus, you know, by the refrigerator or get a cheap feel somewhere. And all the guys giggle. And the wives, their eyes go up in the air like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, go back there, man. Get back there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Unfortunately, when, when with me, with folks, when they call me, they've probably been to, you know, four or five, six different uh, yeah. try to recovery programs and whatnot. And so I don't. I almost never get the person that calls me up and says, "Hey, Rob, I just want to take my great marriage to a new level. How do I do that?" I don't. I don't get those people. I get the people that says, "Hey, I just got filed. My wife just filed for divorce. She kicked me out of the house. Oh. What do I do?" I'm like, oh. so you can fix those, but man, it's a lot of work and. Unfortunately, um, the success rate at that point is a little bit more difficult because one of the couples is usually checked out and doesn't want to talk to me. So I'm trying to fix things from a one-sided uh, attempt, and, and we do it. We get there a lot of times, but uh, unfortunately, occasionally oh. you don't get there, and uh, that was the case with just one couple. But we told them, I told them, the fight's still not over until she marries somebody else. We're not done. And so, uh, you know, so we'll see. All right. 
Let's get to it. Uh, Mr. Kosick writes the content. By the way, we are up to marriage tip number 240, all you need, 240. Uh, it says, stake in the ground. Before you can begin a project to improve something, you have to assess where you are when you're starting. Now, if you don't know where you are, you'll never be able to assess whether or not you've made progress. Marking from where you're starting is absolutely critical in developing a plan for your marriage. So how to measure progress, okay? One, mark your starting point by picking a date to get started, then put a, like a, quote, stake in the ground. So to remind you, hey, this is where we are. Two, uh, assess progress from your stake in the ground. Events that took place prior to that event are not part of assessing your progress, which is good. And three, mile markers such as a point when you reassess your progress in an area that will become a new assessment point. So walk us through. So one is you, got, you need a starting point when you're starting over. You need to assess your need progress, and you need mile markers. Take it away, Mr. Cosser. Right. So, so if you're getting ready to do any kind of a upgrade or a progress or any kind of project you're working on, if you don't know where you are starting from, it's going to be really, really difficult to figure out if you made any progress. And that is so critical in a marriage because if you're trying to figure out if your husband or your wife is making any changes in areas that you've been concerned with, if you don't know where you're starting, you don't know what to measure. And you also don't know if you're moving forward or if you're moving backwards. So, for instance, if we were today to make a some sort of a goal, and I have an example in the tip that can go read online, let's say we just say we're going to have four uh, um, date nights over the next two months, and you're currently only at one date night a month. <clears throat> well, if you don't know where you were starting, you wouldn't know come two months from now if you were now at three date nights. You got three in two months. You're not quite to where you wanted to be, but you made progress. You got one more date night in there that you didn't normally have. Well, if you didn't go through and assess from that starting point, you would say, well, sometimes we have one, sometimes we have three, sometimes we have eight. We, we just don't know. So you start in one place, whatever that is. If it's how someone treats you, if it's how much time they spend at home, if it's how much time you have together, you need a starting point. Otherwise, you don't know what you're measuring against. And then that point has to move a little bit as well. So if two months from now, when we had three dates instead of the two, we now know we're made progress. We got one more date night in there. But uh -huh. if the next two months you go back to two and you didn't move your marker to that assessment date where you had three, it would look like you've made no progress when, in fact, you actually lost progress because you got to three and now you're back at two. So it's really important to pick a point. It also helps helps you not bring in the old stuff, the historical stuff, because you can come back and say, well, you did such and such. And remember when you did such and such? And you can come back and say, yeah, but remember, we have a stake in the ground on November 9th. That's where we're trying to change things. And, yeah, I screwed up before that, but that's not when I started to change. And you need a measuring point. Without that, it's just total cloud, and it's a mess and almost destined to fail if you don't have an absolute spot where you're starting. Amen to that. And it's like anything, right? If you're going to start running for the marathon, you got to know that you're a 12-minute miler, that you want to get up to a 10-minute mile, an 8-minute mile. The only way you can do that is by measuring. And if you're going to Absolutely. start weight loss, if you're going to start saving money for a home, right? When you look at the bank yeah. account, what do you got? we got five bucks. All right, so we know where we are. Let's start saving. Yeah, you got exactly. it. Very good. Excellent point. Yeah. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, America, that you're listening to right now, it's only on Fridays. It's only at 8.30 in the morning Central Time. You can find the content on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Robert Kosick writes our content. He wrote the hot and heavy marriage tip. It's called Hallmark Night. We're approaching the season when every night offers back-to-back -back chick flick movies about a hometown romance. We may not live in a small town, 
But sometimes an evening on the couch watching those movies can remind us how simple and pure love is supposed to be and possibly reignite some of the same feelings in our own marriage. So send the kids to the grandparents for the night and have yourself a Hallmark movie night that doesn't end when the new couple kiss. <laughs> so, so you know the movies, right? We all we all hop on the Hallmark channel. I think started these movies already. I think a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I were like, "Ah, it's a little too early for us. We'll we'll wait until Thanksgiving." But it's the same thing. Someone comes back to the small town. They they ran to someone they knew when they were kids, and over the course of whatever it is, an hour, you know, they fall in love. It's usually like a week, and then they fall in love. And everything's great. They kiss, and the movie's over. Every time when they kiss, the movie is over. Right. The but dog barks. Yeah, everybody cheers, and yeah, you go to break. Yeah. It's like, you know, okay, give me part two. Well, part two is what you and your spouse can do, right? You're watching a movie. It may be nice and stuff. And the, and the things as corny as those movies are, the thing I love about those movies is they're simple. And they really depict what marriage is supposed to be about and what a relationship is supposed to be about. It's all about what can I do for you? And how can I help us be better together? That's all marriage is. That's all it's about. Very simple. What can I do for you? And how can I help us do better? And then everything else just kind of hinges on that. And that's kind of what those movies capture. Of course, they end with the kiss. And the wonderful thing about a marriage is yours doesn't have to end when you kiss. That could just be the start of the next part of the movie, right? (laughs) The second phase of the movie. And it's so wonderful to sit there and relax and see that and remind yourself Maybe we gotten, we've gotten this to be a little bit too complicated. We put a way too much thought into this and way too much pressure on each other to see what are you giving me as opposed to what can I give you. And these marriages get into a lot of trouble when it's all about what are you doing for me lately. Yeah. Then your marriage is going right down the toilet. But if you flip it and say, what have I done for you lately? Man, you're on a path to something wonderful. Amen, brother. It's, it's about making them safe. It's about making them comfortable. It's about making them you know, relaxed. It's not about, hey, you haven't done this for me in a while. <laughs> it's a, You know, uh, Princess was on her feet. She, you know, she's involved with the Nutcracker Market. Mm-hmm. And she came home, I think it was like, th- I forget when, Thursday? I forget, I'm losing track of the days. And I gave her a foot rub. I said, come here, get, bring, bring them dogs over here. And we <laughs> went back to when, when we uh, first got married, she was working a lot. She was in heels. She would come home and call, and I would get like a bucket, kind of a rectangular wash bucket. Fill it up with warm water, put soap in it. So when she came home, she could just put her feet right in there and relax her feet. Oh, awesome. She always, she always says that was the nicest thing ever. She's like, I'm like, really? I could have saved money on all that jewelry? I could just keep taking <laughs> soapy water? <laughs> so do it for others, right? Do it yeah. for others. And That's it's what it's simple. all about. Yeah. Think how simple that is, right? A bucket of warm water with some soap and taking the time, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, just to rub your spouse's feet and give her the opportunity to relax. That's what it's supposed to be. What can I do for you? Just real simple. Don't make it so complicated, and you'll have a phenomenal marriage, and, and it builds on itself. And when you have that relationship, all the hot and heavy stuff, that just kind of flows naturally. Well, Major, you think I stopped at the feet? <laughs> I didn't. And, and actually, I'm surprised. Did you have on the gloves and sanitize your hands and everything? I know you're kind of a germaphobe. <laughs> well, no, that's why, there's, that's why there's soap in the warm water. Because soap in the water. Clean these dogs. make sure it's all clean. She always yeah. appreciate that. Anyway, our world-famous marriage talk segment uh, folks, I know if you're if you're on a bumpy road in the marriage, seriously, just watch the segment, hold hands, just put your egos in the back pocket, and just give it a shot. And listen to what Mr. Kosick is saying. Read what he's writing about, and add in my goofiness, and it's it's a <laughs> nice recipe. And when you, if you want to write to us, that's great. We never share the letters publicly. We never post them. 
but you can always go uh, Sam Malone Show at Yahoo. And if you want to talk to Mr. Costas, connect y'all, or you can leave your comments. And there's some fun, there's actually a lot of funny comments, and I'll read them and I'll show Mr. Costas, and that's it. They, we don't ever post them. So anyway. Right, right. Bl- and it's blessing. good. And we've had yeah, we've had several people reach out and say, hey, I just don't understand what's going on. I'm, even through email, just a simple email back, help them to just to see things a little bit clearer, and they get back on track and they're rocking and rolling. Right, right. It's all good. It's all good. What God brings together, let no schmuck tear apart. Absolutely. We get to wrap up our world-famous marriage talk segment for this, the ninth day of Brovember. Robert Kosick, honordeval.com. Have a wonderful and blessed weekend, and as always, thanks for being part of our family. Absolutely, Sam. You have a blessed celebration of your anniversary. Thank you, sir. We'll do. We'll do. Back in a second. AM 1070, The Answer. <laughs> 